Good afternoon, LBC Radio. My name is Corey Rosen with the Story Podcast. Today I have on a super awesome guest, but before we get to that, I have some merchandise for sale. And that is, we got stickers. That's right, we got stickers with the with the Story logo on it. And we have shirts and hoodies coming out with the first 50 guests on the back, including... Today's guest, Mr. Kieran Benton. That's why I'm here, man. Yeah. That's why I'm here for that shirt or hoodie. <laughs> I'm going to buy one, too. Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to buy one, too. Awesome, man. But I, I, I like free clothes, though. Right. Well, <laughs> don't we all? Uh, born and raised in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Kieran started playing drums at the age of 11 and took lessons for two years after that. Kieran played drums at, oh, I forgot it already, Beulah? Yep. Beulah Baptist Church in Steelton, Pennsylvania from 2000 to 2006 and graduated from Bishop McDevitt High School in 2006. While at Bishop, Kieran played in the marching band, jazz band, indoor percussion ensemble. He was also the drumline section leader junior year and the co-section leader senior year. From 2006 to 2010, Kieran attended Lock Haven University with a major in mass media communications. Then he took a break from drumming and joined the university choir then, back in 2010, he returned back to Harrisburg, and Kieran started playing drums again at Goodwin Memorial Baptist Church of Harrisburg. Kieran has played with multiple bands around PA, including LOM, Imbued, Lit, uh, sorry, Knit Lemons, <laughs> Hunter McNally, Matt Woodson Steel Pan, Hunter Kurtz, Amelia, who we've had on the show previously, and Ketchafaya, just to name a few. He is now working on a debut album, uh, no, debut EP. Yes. With Cabbage Hill to be released in 2023. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How about you? I'm, man, I'm working it. Yeah. You know, I'm so, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, man. So what inspired you to get into drums as a kid? Man, um, it was tough. It was tough, really. I mean, growing up, I had my mom and all the old school music. You know, so mm-hmm. my mom was Stevie Wonder fanatic, addicted all day to Stevie Wonder. But um, really, like I just I just like rhythms. I like music. I sang more because my mom was more mm. of a singer. I sang, I sang more when I was younger, and I just love music for some reason. Like you know, just that that thump, that rhythm, that rhythm was cool. But really, it wasn't until like, man, like. Third, fourth, fifth grade, one of those grades, really. Probably like fourth or fifth grade, because um, I went to a Catholic school in in Harrisburg, mm. with, uh, Holy Family, and so uh, all the Catholic schools within the district and everything would do, you know, some type of tour, you know, basically like how like how can we keep kids into music? Like how can we? Oh, really? Yeah, like how can we keep music cool? You know, because <laughs> everybody would go to high school. You know, everybody would go from all these Catholic elementary schools and go right into Bishop McDevitt and just be like sports, sports, sports or something oh, wow. else, you know? Because, I mean, McDevitt was kind of a powerhouse for some sports at that time. I mean, they were quad A, but whatever. Whatever. So, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so McDevitt would put on these little tours to go around to different schools, like different Catholic schools and mm-hmm. do these shows. And so... I remember I was like, like I said, like fourth, fifth grade, and I came to the school, and this dude Gabriel Stasnick was playing drums at the time, <laughs> and I saw this dude and I was like, "Yep, yeah, he's he's the man." Like, I, like I, that's the dude, that's the dude right there. I'm like, I'm playing drums, I'm gonna be a nerd, 
here on out. <laughs> like, like that's how I felt. That's how I felt at least. And so I saw that dude, like I said, like fifth grade. And after that, you know, I just told my mom about it. And she just uh, talked to my grandpa about it. They ended up giving me a snare drum. And I remember I got that snare drum and I set it up in my aunt's bedroom. And I just yelled, you know, I just yelled and just and just was just swinging, just ah, like, and then like got done and like just was breathing and I was like, this is fun. Like I don't even right, know what yeah. I was doing. It's I don't a even, drummer's high in it. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what I was doing, but just right there, like it was a third body experience and just like everything blew up. It was like a movie. It was like I became Spider Man or something right there. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. It just hit me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm go- I'm going to do this." So. But that, that's what it is. Yeah. Hitting drums. It's not only it's is it therapeutic, right? But it's so much because you get to have you get to hit stuff. Yeah. The stick. Yeah, I mean that's what I say to people all the time, and maybe you know. Oh, I want to be careful with your drums. I'm like, they're drums, man. They're made to be they're hit. They're made to be hit. They're, like, you're going to get hit, you know? Made to don't drop them the wrong way. But that, that happens, you know? I mean, I'm not purposely wanting that to happen. Right, yeah. You know, but. but it's hit okay it. to get banged up a little bit. Yeah, hit it, man. Hit That's it. That's how I feel. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when people are like trying to come onto your set. It's like, literally, go for it. Yeah. Because, I mean, I had to run backline drums sometimes, you know? And I remember. Um, Oh, I got to shout out Tristan real quick. I remember I, I, I let him use my drums one time backlining at uh, Phantom Power, and he ended up cutting his hand on my floor time. Oh, no. And it was just blood all over my floor time when I came oh. back out. He was like, yeah, man, um, cut myself. And oh, I was like, wild. come on, dude. But it was cool. Like It, it happens. Now you, gotta, it happens, now you so. can say these drums have... I've endured my blood, sweat, and someone else's someone else's blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout That's out funny. to Tristan though; he's a he's a killer on the drums. Shout out to him. So, uh, where to go from there? You you had your your snare in your aunt's room. When did you get the rest of the set? Yeah, man. Um, so still for my grandpa, um, he got me my first set probably when I was like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know when he got me my first set right now, but he he got it for me and um. I still have it, of course. I'm not, like I'm not gonna get rid of it. Like right, right now it's um yeah, it's just it's in the it's in the lot. It's in you know, mm-hmm. it's it's being held off right now for for later for later because when Cabbage Hill comes out, but whatever. Oh um, yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. After that, after that, yeah, my grandpa bought my drums. I don't I don't remember when he bought me those. I want to say I was like twelve, and um, so I got those drums, and it was just another like brain buster. I was just I was stuck in 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 this one room just with drums just, and that was it and I would just drum like I didn't know what I was doing because by right. the, by the time I had a drum set I wasn't getting lessons anymore you know only mm-hmm. got lessons for a short time you know and I and I can't think of um I can't even think of my teacher's name right now like I mean think about it all day I was like who was that guy's name but um he used to always call me Doctor Benton. Dr. Benton. He was always calling me Doc. He was like, Dr. Benton, Dr. Benton. And I was like, why is this man calling me Dr. Benton? And he was like, you don't watch, you don't watch ER? Oh, uh, <laughs> this, is like, this is like the 90s, though. This right, is like right, the right. He's like, you don't watch ER? And I'm like, no. No. I watch BET. I don't watch ER. <laughs> That's just where I was at that time. But um, so, yeah, I got those drums and... Man, I didn't know I didn't know what I had at the time. Like my grandpa kind of just was ahead of the ball. Mm. Like he always supported like everything, like all the time. Like without saying anything, he would be supporting it, you know? Like 
I didn't even know he knew what drums were for the most part. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, because my, my grandpa did, like, you know, like, regular oh, yeah, hand yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, regular hand stuff. But, like, he was never, like, a singer or a musician or anything like that. But he supported my drumming, like, from, like, day one. And that's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. From day one, he was just, like, silent. Just a silent investor. Just, boom, there's some drums. There's some drums. There's some drums. So how would you get into the church if you didn't know any lessons? All right. So, yeah. So... My mom, she's a choir director, so her being a choir director and just being in, you know, the Baptist church, I was in church a lot as a mm-hmm. kid. You know, I was like a little church kid. But so, her being a choir director, I'd be there for every rehearsal, and I'd be starting singing. You know, I would know the songs just by being there, and I was in uh, youth choir, and so being in youth choir. I'm just singing, 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 singing. And, you know, when you start growing up, mm-hmm. your voice starts to change. Starts to change. Yep. And you're like, yes, yes. But um, with my voice changing, you know, I was I was doing more, like, athletic things with, mm-hmm. with my life. I wasn't just music, you know. I was playing sports now. But I was still I was still doing drums here and there. But so being at, like I said, choir rehearsal, uh, uh, my mom, minister of music at the time, uh, was uh, Miss Melody. She was playing uh, organ and everything. Her son, Tio, was playing drums. So um, I'm there, you know, sitting there, because I got to be there. Like, right, right. It's just my mom. <laughs> like I, I, I can't be at home by myself yet. And I'm sitting there, and Tio's like, you play drums now. You have to say you playing drums, you know, because my mom made me do this little drummer boy thing mm. for a Christmas uh, show. I was so I was so pissed, man. I'm sure. I was so pissed. I don't want to do this. Yeah, she made me do this little drummer boy thing. So I'm playing snare drum, singing little drummer boy and some other songs. I don't know. And so um, I, I that's that's how Tio realized. Oh, you play drums now, and I'm like, yeah. And so he would test me out. He would say, all right, can you do this? Can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I can do that. And so in between like songs, he would swap out with me. He would be like, hey, all right, swap in. Just play time, you know, and they're not going to realize it because they're not going to look down here. Just playing time because that's how it was in rehearsal, like as a drummer. Like when you've been in, in Baptist gospel, like gospel church uh, mm-hmm. rehearsals, like you're just keeping time while like, right. while they're learning their parts and everything. You're just keeping time. like, mm. And so we would swap in and out. And that's how I start to get my feel. And, you know, that's how I start to really like figure it out, figure it out, because that's when that was right before I got my drums. So that was the only like touches I had on a drum set at that gotcha. time. Gotcha. You know, so I would I would do that, and I would be at the church a lot, and so I would sit on the drums a lot of times when like nobody was in the church, and so that was a- another time I would just tinker around out. a little bit, you know. And so I would I even taught myself um, the most deaf Umi says song. That was the first song I taught myself how to uh, play on drums. Wow. Yeah, yo, that I, I was I was in love with it. I was in love with that song. So taught myself that. And this is while I'm still like doing just snare drum mm-hmm. with um the school district and everything, with the Catholic school district and everything. So I'm sitting down now on the drum set in between, you know, concert band and jazz band rehearsals. I just sat down on the drums and I was like, just play that Umi says. Play that Umi says real quick. And my drum teacher heard me, and he came over to me. He was like, Dr. Benson. Dr. Benson. <laughs> he was like, Dr. Benson, 
um, when did you start taking drum set lessons? And mm. I was like, I didn't. I didn't. I was like, I mean, I mean, I kind of did. Like, I was sitting sitting behind Tio, right? You know, filling in here and there, just in rehearsals. But really, it was just just learning repetition and yeah. figuring out how to play these drums. And so and so, he heard me. I told I told him I didn't. And he was like, All right, I'll see you in jazz band rehearsal uh, next week. Then it was like just like that. He was like, I'll see you in jazz band rehearsal next week. I wasn't it. I was just I was just playing a snare drum, right. you know, because I wasn't taking drum set lessons or anything like that. So he heard me do that, and he was like, "We're gonna get you in jazz band." And so I'm just I was just out there just listening. I was just listening at first, you know. I wasn't really like understanding yeah. what drum set music was at that point, because I mean I could read snare drum music, and I mean drum set music is still essentially like snare drum music. But, it's it's there, but there's a lot more on the page. Yeah, there's, there's more. There's more hits and everything. And so, and so I was really just a listener, and, right? And that's what I've always been as a drummer, just a listener. Like I'll that's listen. You're gonna have to. Yeah, I listen all the time because I mean, somebody was like, if you can sing it, you can play it. Mm-hmm. And I felt that way about drums. They weren't even talking about drums. They were talking about. They were talking about just like any melodic instrument, right? You know. And I was like, they said, if you can sing it, you can play it. And I was like, all right. So that's what I do a lot of times, and then that's where the singing came back into a lot of all of it. But really, really, just being around church growing up—that was just my—I can't say prison. <laughs> I can't say prison. I can't say prison. But I was just—I was just, spot. I, I was just there. Spot, I was yeah. just there all the time. You know, my mom was there all the time. So can't say prison. Yeah, yeah. Um. So th- that's. That's really interesting. So you didn't have, uh, because with drums, you have to learn limb independence, right? Yeah. Uh, how, did that just come naturally to you, or is that something you had to really work on? Oh, I had to work on that, man. I, yeah. I came up with, I didn't even know what I was talking about at the time. Like, I didn't know limb independence because I wasn't getting lessons. Right. So I was saying to myself, I was like, all right, so every one of my body parts has its own brain. Mm-hmm. That's how I would break it down for myself. And like every one of your body parts has its own brain. It doesn't have to talk to the other brain or talk to the other brain. Like it, it can has to do what it does. It can, but it has to keep doing that. And so that's how I taught myself a lot of independence is just thinking that way, you know. And I mean, I I use that now when I like give lessons. I say it just like that instead of saying like limb independence. Like that's a big word. It, it, those are two <laughs> big words. Yeah, right. You're like, what are you talking about? Limit. All right. I'm like, just imagine every one of your body parts, you know, extremities, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. hands, both hands, both feet, has its own brain. And and yep. then let that just go. Yeah. Let it's, it go. It is, it is so hard because uh, I, I grew up doing drums as well. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, you told um, me that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was one thing that always caught me was trying to do limb independence things, like letting my feet do its feet thing, letting letting my uh, arm, letting the hi-hat arm be the hi-hat arm, letting the snare drum arm be the snare drum arm. and tough. And then switching it over to do the fills and all that jazz. I'm still not good at it, man. <laughs> I, but you're a killer was, drummer, though. I'm still not good. I, I, I work on it every day. I, I see so many drummers out there, and they just they just are on another level. Animal. Oh, you should have came out to uh, Roots and Blue. You know uh, Billy Joel's drummer, Liberty DeVito? Yeah. He was there. Yeah? Yeah, he was there. Nah, yeah, I was at I was at Queen Street. I was at Queen Street um, for Roots and Blues. For Roots so, and Blues? Yeah. 
Queen Street. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a spot though. No, that's nice. That's, that's nice. nice. I was there with Amelia. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You had that uh that's right. Yeah, we're doing a little duo side projects, things here and there, you know. It what's it like to collaborate with other musicians around here? Man, it's interesting, you know. You you start to realize like what what drives people. Mm. You know. I'm not saying like money drives everybody, but you, you see what like drives people. Like is it just so, making music? Is it creating music? Is it you is know, it the fame or is it the money? Right. Or is, is it, it is whatever? It, is it actually spreading a message or is it right. just I'm just partying? Is it just or is it is it rap? Is it R and B? You know, there's there's so many different ways. It's, you don't working with people you don't know what you're gonna get half the time. <laughs> you know, and I, I started working with people back in like the Craigslist days. Oh really? Is yeah. that how you found people? Yeah, I mean that's how I found Imbued. That's how I found Imbued. I was just who needs a drummer? Who needs a drummer? And found Imbued and emailed them. They emailed me back, sent me some music. They were like, "Here's the music we want you to play. Come to the tryout." And I was like, "All right, cool." But um, oh my goodness, working with I've I've worked with so many people, man, and just in a short amount of time right now, like I can't even think of everybody. Well, right. I mean, I, especially as a drummer, where there's not that many drummers around here, um, at least ones that can switch to multiple people, multiple different styles, right? Yeah. I mean, that was my whole goal when I when I realized I'm going to play drums, because I realized I'll never be the best drummer mm, out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm never going to be the best drummer. You know, I'm like, but if I can inspire the best drummer, I feel like I've done my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but... I can't be the best drummer, so I'm gonna learn the most, the most I can, the most I can, and the most like different ways of playing, most different genres, you know, most fills, you know, like I want to be able to play because this is what I, this is what I was doing at one point. I was playing, I was playing gospel on Sunday, I was playing jazz on Tuesday, and then I was playing Jimi Hendrix on Friday, like I was in the cover band, for right, that, right, right, and other cover bands, and then I was playing like metal on like a Saturday and then that's going back crazy. to like gospel. <laughs> and so I mean it was just that's kinda of messed with your mind a little it, bit. Yeah, yeah. I was just like I gotta I gotta keep pushing it though. I gotta keep mm-hmm. figuring out where I can fit in, where I can make my sound, how I can just keep my drumming alive and not just box myself into something. Right. You know? Because if I box myself into something, I'm not gonna be able to like really I feel like I won't be able to perfect it. You know, I rather perfect being the most adjustable drummer, and I think right. that comes back to like just how I came up with drumming because I would just listen. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just listening to everything, so and that's why I was started going to open the mics and everything. You know, but it'd be kind of funny though if you uh, got confused one night and re- and you put a shuffle in the metal. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> You've done it, yeah. I've done I'm, it before. I'm sure. I'm, it's fun. That's I'm what I mean. Sure, I, yeah. That's that's how I, that's. I blame that on Jimi Hendrix, you know? <laughs> I really do. Because when I was in that Jimi Hendrix cover band, I realized, I'm like, this is nothing but jazz. This is nothing yeah. but jazz. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so I, was, I realized it, and like Mitch Mitchell being the drummer for the um, for Jimmy at that time, he was originally a jazz drummer. That makes a lot of sense. He was originally a jazz drummer, but he came out there and just was like rocking, yeah. you know, kind of fusion, spacey. Right. And... And that's how I landed that gig. That's how I landed that gig for that cover band. You know, it's it's funny how how much how many times I'm listening to like a pop song or whatever, and I realize 
oh, this is jazz. Yeah. <laughs> this is just, this is this is just hyped up jazz. This is just jazz. You know, it's just taking out some. Uh, Everything is jazz when you really want to get into it. Really think, yeah, I'm, you should make that a sticker. Everything is jazz when you Everything think about it. Everything is jazz. The story. Everything is jazz. Well, I mean, <laughs> dude, there's some good lo- uh, good catchphrases, uh, like stuff you can't Google. It's another catchphrase I've been using. Yeah. Because, you know, this is stuff you can't Google, right? Or stuff you want to learn. Um, one thing I learned about jazz, it's not about the notes you play, it's about the notes you don't play. Oh, it's about spacing. Yeah. It's about spacing all the way. And, and spacing, spacing could be a cheat sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spacing could be a cheat, especially if you really are holding on to the, to the crowd's tension. If you're holding on to their tension just like that, and you just... <laughs> and they're just like, ah, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. They're just they go crazy because it's just that tension and and it was all together and it's just a, a, a cut. Those yeah. cuts, man. Like I saw, I I uh, at Rhythm Blues. Um, you know who Daryl Davis is at all? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, he was there. I, yeah. I saw, I saw that. Oh, you did see that? No, no, no. I saw like video. Oh, okay, I saw okay. video of it. But he did a. He had excellent. He he's a performer and a half, man. Yeah. And when I when I mean that he's not only there jamming out on the piano, but he's talking to the audience while jamming out on the piano. One uh, one of his things that he did was uh, he was he was he was talking like I don't need to see the piano, and then um, and he so what he did is he stopped playing the piano, and he grabs out his towel and starts wiping himself off because you know, he's sweating all, while the other band just kind of keeping time a yeah. little bit. He's a performer, and, man. Yeah, he's a performer, and so he just. And he just waits, and he just takes his time. I'm like, what in the world is he doing? And then all of a sudden, he throws a towel on the piano and starts playing the piano with right. the towel on, right. perfectly in time. I'm like, right. what? That's what I mean. You, when you got the crowd's like attention, and you're holding that tension just by a thread. Yeah. You know when you can almost marionette them, almost for the most part. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not really controlling people. It's just like. Figuring out it's, what like, it's grabbing them and bringing them yeah, along. It's yeah, it's figuring out what what makes them feel, what makes them move. You know, mm-hmm. like does this does this do it? Does that do it? And that's and that's why I like all the genres. You know, and that's why I was always playing just as many genres as I could. You know, and I was like, I'm never going to be the best, but this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> so why why go to uh, college for mass communications? Ah man, well that was because I just really loved music, and so I was you know jealous of Philly. For the most part, really. Really? Really? I was jealous of Philly, in a sense. <laughs> like, because in Harrisburg, we didn't have no type of radio station. Like, there was mm. nothing like hip-hop. I mean, like, I come from the days of 1400, The Touch. Like, that's an old, old station. Like, I might still mm. have that T-shirt, for real. That's an old, like, This 80s, is stuff 90s. to be honest. I, I, well, I, I didn't grow up around here. That's, that's, that's right, thing, right? Right, right. So I wouldn't know. But yeah, we didn't have no cool radio. So I was like, I'm going to college. I'm going to do radio. I'm mm. going to bring radio to Harrisburg. I'm, I'm going to make Harrisburg scene blow up. You know, I really want to be like a promoter at that point. Mm. Like, that's how I looked at my career. Like, when I was going to college, I'm going to be a promoter or something. I'm not going to play basketball. <laughs> 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 you know, so. Right. Um, that's why that's why I went to college. I was like, I'm gonna do um and while I was in college, I, I joined, you know, a lot of those those groups within my major, you know. So I was part of um I was part of this unit. We would throw parties and everything. It was called Lock Entertainment. So we would do a lot of promotion mm. and everything. We would throw these parties, you know, like two dollar parties, five dollar parties, you know, and, and we had DJ equipment because it was through like 
the actual school, you know. Okay. It was through the major, it was through the program. We had le- legit DJ equipment. And so we would, um, you know, we would learn this equipment. We would do these parties, you know. We would try to make money for our organization. You right. Know? And it worked out, and some some of them didn't. But right. that's why, but that was just it. I was like, that's I, just, want, learning. I want, learning I want DJ, I want, I want video, I want all that. I want to bring, I want to bring all entertainment to, to, to Harrisburg. That's how I felt at that time. Mm. I, I just felt like, I don't know, maybe that was just because I was just such, so, so much stuck in Harrisburg that I was like, I don't need nothing else. I just need Harrisburg to upgrade right. their lifestyle and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they just need to come up on everything. I still feel that way about Harrisburg. I don't care. That's how I feel about Harrisburg. I love Harrisburg, but um, I, I did, I did all that mass media stuff to try mm-hmm. to make, you know, I, I, we were ahead of the ball, you know. We were ahead of the ball because when I was in college, it was like Twitter just came out. Mm. Like I remember my 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 teacher was like, "Hey, everybody, download Twitter. It's gonna be the next big thing." They say, and I was like, "What is this Twitter? What is this? <laughs> yeah, right. What are, you, what are you talking about, man?" I was like, "What? I got my MySpace. Right. <laughs> I was like, I got MySpace. That's all I need. That's all I need. Check my page. It changes every day, man. That's how I felt, but uh." So yeah, it's like we were in we were in the beginning of everything. So I had we all had that mindset of what's bigger, what's bigger for entertainment, what's bigger for news, you know? Because mm-hmm. I I really got sheltered within the whole mass media uh, part of it because they were like, it's just the news, it's just the news mostly. Like, mm. and I'm like, it's not just the news. Like, it's the music. Not it's even the, just that. It's it's, it was, it's my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's my opinion. That's what I was at. I, it's my opinion, and it was like, nah, ain't no, ain't no time, ain't no space for opinions right now. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. and then here we are. <laughs> right, right. Everyone's opinions everywhere. Right, and that's what I mean. I was like, we were ahead. We were so ahead mm. of all of that because I even had, like, I'm gonna say this, and it's cool because we probably won't get in trouble for it now. But um, when I was in Lock Entertainment, we had the DJ equipment in my room one night, and I was just. Learning, just learning all night. Like I had the speakers, I had the headphones, and I'm just in my dorm room <laughs> with all the DJ equipment, working at it. You know, so I did that for like maybe like a week or two straight. Did you ever do DJing like just full time or nah? Just in college. Just in college. Just in college, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Would you ever want to do something like that? Like go be like a DJ at a radio station or? Yeah, yeah. I still think about it, but. It has, I mean, it has to be like it is today, you know? Like, it's just all internet. Like, I'm not really going to do anything for actual, like, public, publicly syndicated radio. Right. Or something like that. Like, I'm just going to stay here. Working and, here. Yeah, and, like, be myself and not worry about, oh, I have to play this music. I have to pay these bills. Not about the corporate stuff. I got to play these commercials. Yeah. You know how radio is. I know how radio Yeah. <laughs> You know. Yeah, I'm going to try to start on my own radio, sh- uh, radio, and it is going to be only uh, local music from here. Yeah. So I'll have, like, Ready Turnstone, uh, you know, Robin, yeah. Robin Chambers, uh, all the other people that names are missing me right now. Right, right, Amelia. Right. Uh, yeah, all of them. All yeah, them. all of them. All, all of them. Because <laughs> this is what the Lancaster scene is, yeah. right? And that's... Yeah. And it's, it's going to be a, a, a thing where, okay, bars can be like, okay, I'll put on this stuff because this stuff is local. People like the stuff. Yeah, you I know, mean, that's that's how I've been networking this whole time, man. Yeah. I'm, well, that's, 
literally the, the way to network is to play with people. Yeah. Right. And then or go to open mics and then and then have people see what you do. Even I've played with you a few times. Yeah. And because it's a, it's just all a bunch of fun. Yeah, I, I play with anybody and everybody, you know, and and then projects get started. Yeah. Things start taking off, and sometimes things don't take off, and that's cool. That's okay. That's cool, you know. Don't put all your your eggs in one your basket. eggs in one basket. You know, I did that at one point, but yeah, what was that like? I mean, it was it was gratifying, but in the end, you were just like, nah, I, sh- I should have just. I should have just stayed with what I was doing. You know, I should have just stayed as a musician. Oh, so you mean you know? the mass media? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. And so I, I stopped. <laughs> so you stopped. <laughs> I just stopped. Oh, well, I mean, that's important. You got to know when to stop. Yeah. And you got to know when to move on. Yeah, I just stopped. I was like, this is this is dead. This is, I can't do this anymore. So, So it's always been about Harrisburg for you. Yeah, like I mean, I closed minded for the most part. I was stuck there, you know. Everything just seemed to be, I don't know, there. Yeah, for me at that time, you know. Did that change? Yeah, I mean that changed. That changed like once I started like just playing out, you know. Started playing out, started seeing different venues, and even if I wasn't playing out like far, like I was just playing in Harrisburg for the most part, but. You just start seeing bands. You start seeing bands' names come up here and there, and you start seeing where they're traveling and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's what's the scene out like there? What's the scene out like there? You know. So you start just expanding yourself. And so I would start just taking drives. Like I remember, I drove to Philly one time just for an open mic. Didn't even play. Like it was just I was just I was like, I right. to watch. No, nah, I wanted to play, but I was like, yo, I'm, they out of my league. I'm out. Uh, I, see. <laughs> I was like, yo. They out of my league. I'm out. <laughs> so. Dude, that's how I felt at Roots and Blues. Yeah. They, they had an open jam session uh, one Saturday night, and no one was playing the piano. But I, you know, I, it's been a long day. I, 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 my confidence is up. Yeah. I'm talking to all these cool people. I'm like, uh, can I come on? And Bobby Gentello, uh, one of my, uh, a, a good, an awesome dude, an awesome producer around here, yeah. said, yeah, man, come on up. And I'm like, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't think you'd say yeah. <laughs> But I went up there and I, I and I did I did the best I could and people here's how I know I did well, yeah. the the sound engineer you know who has to be sober yeah. said I was good. <laughs> yeah, man, you represented. You did your thing. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Before. Right, that. right. You did that. Yeah. Well, well, they, they, well, he. Yeah, there, there was a lot of. It's one thing when a lot of drunk people say you did good. Yeah. Because they're drunk. For right, everyone, right. Everything is good to them. Yeah. But it's a different thing entirely when a sober person comes up to you and says, yeah, that actually sounded really good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, I'm like, actually, so I actually like, did good. I appreciate good. you. I appreciate you. <laughs> because, I mean, I appreciate all y'all too. But, but, but yeah. he's, he's, he knows what's going to sound good and he not. He knows. Right? Because he, he's sober. He's not all yeah, you know, drunk up. Yeah. No, I, that's, you're right. That's how I always uh, gauge my songs. If, I'm like, if the sound man enjoys it, I'm like, we should be on the same page with the right, crowd. Right, exactly. Because he's going to put in that work. You know, he's going to put in he's that. He's going to make, you know make it mean? sound good. He's going to put in that he's work. Gonna he's going to put in that reverb. He's going to put in yeah. that. He's going to actually listen to it. He's like, I know this. Let me put some echo on, on right. him right here on the chorus, mm-hmm. you know. So if he says sound man's your good, best friend. Yeah. The, your sound man <laughs> is going to make or break you oftentimes. Really. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You know, and I've said some bad things to some sound men. Without them knowing, well, I didn't know that they were there. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I thought I was just talking in confidence to a friend and then realized the sound man was behind me. <laughs> I was like, oh, It's, it's man. always how it happens, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's That's the movie trope and a half. You yeah, start like, talking oh. trash and then they end up right behind you. Like, it's like, oh, man. All right, you ready to start this show? <laughs> let's do this. Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's sound. You got it. You got me right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That's why I, I'm I'm all about the business of, and I'm not the best at it, no, by no means, because everyone gossips, right? Yeah. But I'm always trying not to, or at least when I do, I'm always at a critical angle, right? Okay. You know what I mean? You're trying to look at it critical and not like personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, because you can you can criticize the actions that they're doing, right? right. Without criticizing the person, but like right. I would actually do it this way because of this, that, and that reason. You don't have to say this person's trash. You know, there's there's a complete different responses. You know what I mean? That's true. I respect that. Yeah, right. Because I can I can go up and be like, oh, you're just bad at piano, or I can be like, oh, you should try try doing this instead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There there's there's a difference between like constructive criticism and just right bad mouth and something. Right. That's why I say you're you're thinking more critical and not personal. Which yeah. Is, yeah. I agree with that. And so that's 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 where I where I tend to go towards, because I mean, it's, cr- critique is always taken better than just blatant insults. Mm. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, of course. Yeah. And and that's just how it is. Yeah. I said any, that's anything. That's everything and anything. Yeah. So I'm curious. Um. You did a lot of stage uh, presence stuff, I, I assume, at your college, right? A little bit. Did you ever do like stuff like Stomp or? Ah, I did stuff like that in high school. Oh, that was high school. Okay. Yeah, I did stuff like that in high school. We had a little... Um, Tell me about it. Um, what was it called? Stinking Garbage. Stinking garbage. That was the name of our talking about insults versus critique. Right, right, <laughs> right. That was that was our group name, and and. In high school, <laughs> you know, you had stomp, but we had like trash cans and everything. But it wasn't stinking garbage until we had the trash cans. It was like uh, we were three tight times before that. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, that video is funny. I should I should have sent that to you. <laughs> but yeah, so we would do stuff like stomp. You know, we would mm-hmm. basically, you know, we do a lot of. It was just drums, you know, a lot of flashy stuff, you know, stick tosses, stick juggling, yeah. you know, down the line, you know, run around the drums in a weave. Right, it's a, it's a whole dance routine yeah, as yeah. a performance. Yeah, it was performance. It was, stage, it was all stage presence, you know, yeah. because uh, that was the bit of, like, Stop. the whole first, yeah. our whole first show, you know. Anthony came out, you know, Anthony Clara came out, and he was just playing some snare drum riffs, something real technical, just rap. All the rudiments. I just came up there and was like, just banging on all the drums. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, nobody wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear that. Everybody wants to come out here and have fun. Like, you got to throw some beats into it, whatever. And so, and then it just went. We would just boom, 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 If you guys have never seen something like Stomp, yeah. definitely check it. It is yeah. one of the, they have some of the funniest skits. Yeah. Of musical performances that I that's what we would do ever seen yeah that's what we would do because and then in stinking garbage we would just come out you know like the band director was like hey these guys are coming out to collect your trash you know <laughs> it was a bet that they lost blah 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 right. or something like that just something some stupid yeah something stupid and so we came out there and we had like these jumpsuits on like all the same jumpsuit with a trash can 
actually taking people's trash. And then after we were done taking people's trash, we went up on the stage and the trash cans just flipped them over. <laughs> <laughs> just flipped them over and just started, started playing on them. You know? That like, is funny. Yeah, it was a, that was a good one. That was a good time. That's probably a smart too because with all the different trash in the in the can, you probably get different tones. I I didn't even care about the you trash. You didn't care about that. I didn't care about the trash. <laughs> I was just like, get this trash out of here. We're doing this as a, as a front. This is really just right. us about to do this performance, you know. But that's awesome. Dude. It's all about stage presence. That stomp. I mean, all that. Even even just singing in church. Like it wasn't like a stage presence, but it's more like a confidence, mm. you know. And I lack with that confidence, like still to this day. Like really? like yeah, before every gig, I'm like, yo, you know, play me some Jackson Five. I gotta I gotta chill out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta chill out, <laughs> you know. Especially, you know, because what I'm doing now, I'm, you know, I'm drumming and singing. Mm. You know, I've been doing that for like the past like two, three years, maybe longer now. So I'm drumming and singing, and that's when it gets, you know, really that's when it gets spicy. Yeah, yeah, it gets <laughs> really spicy. Then you know, it gets really spicy because you already. You already have your independence, your limb independence, and now I have to have my independence of with your voice. singing and, and thinking. And thinking <laughs> and and breathing. And breathing. And having your exercising while singing effectively. Right. And my crowd interaction too, still being right. on point, you know, and still being attuned how- with my band. Yeah. Like, because like, I'm like, you know, I'm leading them, you know, because especially with Cabbage Hill, you know, like, we got these great originals out, and I'm making it super hard on them. <laughs> I'm, I'm making it super hard on them, but that's because I'm not I'm not trying to stay in in bounds with any of this right. music career of anybody. You know, like I'm not trying, trying to, to stay, do an experimental, yeah. trying to push it. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of great music out there, and I don't want to be like back to that boxing in. I don't want to be boxed in with you know pop or like mm-hmm. a four four or whatever. You know, I want to be. I want to be out there. Some people gonna like it. Some people ain't. You know, but right. A lot of people didn't like. Um, a lot of people didn't like Tiny Dancer. A lot of people didn't like a lot of things. You know, I was gonna say a lot of people didn't like Animals as Leaders at first. Oh, oh yeah. You know, you know a lot of people didn't. I mean, people love Tame Impala, but right, of course. You know, but there's 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 just people that I was just listening to today. But so I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody when it first came out. Oh, everybody loved it when it came out. Are you talking? Oh, really? No, nah, I'm just lying. It really oh, yeah, it didn't saying. peak until like. The year after Beavis and Butthead, or not Beavis and Butthead, um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm slowly going through. Ah man, uh, Wayne's World. Yeah. Wayne's World, okay. Yeah, man, because it, it, Bohemian Rhapsody is in Wayne's World. Oh, is it? And so it took off again. Like it took oh, off really? really. Yeah, you look it up. Look it up. It really, I, I didn't know. Uh, t- you know, Tiny Dancer by Elton John. Yeah. That didn't take off until like twenty or so years afterwards because it, it's you know two verses and then the, and then it hits its chorus. Yeah, but yeah. now it's a classic. It's just how it is with music, and that's why and that's why I really love music all the time. You know, because music is one of those things that's just everlasting. You know, yeah. it has. It, you know, if you make great music, if you make great hits, it's never going nowhere. It's going to live forever. It's going to mm-hmm. live till after you're gone. You know, and especially if it's inspirational. You know, like. Michael Jackson, like his music still, 
is going to play every Everywhere. every year. Every, every Halloween, year. it's going to be especially, thriller. Especially every Halloween, you know? Yeah. That's, and when you make those timeless classics, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, every September. Earth, Wind, and Fire, every September. <laughs> every every wedding. Every September. <laughs> every September, you know, and, and... YMCA, the village people. I don't know. Every high school. I don't know when that's going to play, but... It'll play. It'll play. It'll play. It'll but play for somebody. All those timeless hits, man. And they're great songs, and I feel like my songs might not be always going to be timeless hits. Mm-hmm. But, That's just the nature of songwriting. Yeah, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and that's all that matters. People are going to dig it, you know. And Yeah, and there's not a lot of drummer singers. The only drummer singer I know of is Phil Collins, and he killed oh, it. Oh man, there's there's so many out there yo, right now. There's so many like Anderson Pack. He's he's a beast, you know. There's there's so many people out there, and, and that's what I mean. I'm not doing anything new, right? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not doing anything new. Like there's so many drummers out there that can sing. Because actually, I'm gonna give you a real quick trivia joint. Um, Jeffrey Osborne. Jeffrey Osborne. He used to be a drummer. Jeffrey Osborne. I don't know Jeffrey Osborne. Oh, you don't know Jeffrey Osborne. I'm out your league. I'm out your mind space right now. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. That's a, this, is old, this is old school music. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I, 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 I hip you up to it. I hip yeah, you up to yeah, it. Yeah. He can sing. He can sing. And uh, Yeah, he used to be a drummer. But like, none, no, of this, but, none of this I'm doing is new. Right. I'm, and I'm, I'm, Do you drum when you sing? Yeah. Sing when you drum or whatever. Yeah. That's, that's, those are the people I'm talking about. Like Phil Collins, when he has a mic yeah. there. And he's drumming. It's a studio, and he's still singing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I did. I did the. I did. We did in the air tonight when I was with Nick Lemons. We did uh, in the air tonight as a cover, and that's a fun cover to drum and sing at the same time. But no, Anderson Pack definitely he drums and sings at the same time too. Yeah, Anderson Pack. He doesn't do it as much now, but um, yeah. Yeah, there's only a certain amount of time where he can. Uh, drum and sing and have everything feel good. Oh, no, he's just too big time now, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, he's just too big time, so he can he can do a lot more separation between singing and then when he's just, when, and then drumming and singing, you know. He right. Know, he, he knows the songs and everything's good for them. Yeah, they're good, though. That's good, man. Yeah. So tell me about uh, some of the, the bands that you worked with, where they, maybe they can find that stuff or... Um, right now I'm working with Cabbage Hill. You know I mean? Shout out to Cabbage Hill. That's my project. Um, it's me, Amelia, uh, Riley Shack. Riley Shackman. He gets mad when I say it like that. Uh, Riley Shack and, um, and Henry. Henry Henry Dvorak. Dvorak, yeah. I've learned my lesson on his last name. Yeah, yeah. I almost said it wrong. So thank (laughs) you. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Henry, uh, and yeah, so that's a whole bunch of, um, great musicians in that project. So, yeah. We're actually working on... I've had all of those on except for Riley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Riley's a beast. Riley's a beast. You don't know Riley. He's been he's been doing a lot more out in the Reading area. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to get into the Reading area. Yeah, he's he's done a lot more out there. But um, Cabbage Hill, we're getting ready to record here. So, the, like, I, like I said, we're going to be having that out uh, 2023. It's just going to be a little... What's the vibe feel for that one? Ah, man. Vibes kind of, kind of, it's kind of like islandy, kind of funky, kind of spacey. You know what I mean? But like, there's some like I'm sure with with Amelia's voice. 
Yeah, it's, right? yeah. I mean, it's me. It's me singing mostly though. Almost okay. Yeah, yeah. It's me singing mostly on this on on this first EP with it, and uh, we're gonna do some more stuff together. But um, I've always encouraged Amelia. I said, Amelia, keep doing your thing, girl. I was like, keep doing your thing. Like you're playing with us. I love you playing with us. But like, keep doing your thing, yo. Keep mm. keep making your music. You know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna keep doing this. You know, I want you on board. Most like mostly just because like I know that your your intuition musically is is gonna be great. Yeah. You know. So don't worry about where you're at. Don't worry about what skill level you feel like you're at. You know, just come sure. come to you know, right. support it with support it with your musicality on your keys. And then, like, we'll figure out what we're going to do vocally, you know. Because, like, when I first started Cabbage Hill, you know, it was just, like, solo dolo, you know. <laughs> yeah, dolo. yeah, yeah, That's it was just so, solo dolo. I, I'm curious. Uh, how does one do a solo, like, because in my mind, it, it would be spoken word, word at that point with a beat and just your vo- vocal, right? Yeah. No, I was I was doing I was doing keys. Ah, oh, gotcha. I was doing keys, so I was like, you know, I was doing a lot of sampling. I was doing a lot of producing at that point, you know. So I was putting putting down. So for this one track vinyl, that's gonna be on the EP. This one track vinyl, I was shot it to um, Riley after I had Declan play bass on it. Shout out to Declan Fisher. Um, but I had um, shot it out to Riley, <laughs> and Riley was like, "What is this? What what, what is, is this? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?" He's like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "This is this is me." He was like, "I feel it, but what is this?" And I'm like, "Just hear it, and then put something to it." And he was like, "But I need drums." I'm like, "You don't need drums because I don't like putting drums on anything until last so until really last. the yeah. last one." Yeah. That's wild. I'll put scratch drums. I'll give you scratch drums, but I don't like putting like the real drums on until last. Huh. Yeah. That's so it's weird. That's just how I operate. I don't yeah. I don't I want I wanna follow their hits. I wanna follow where they're feeling it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't wanna I don't wanna come out there <clears throat> and put my drums to it and you know, and like kinda pick a lane, you know. Yeah, because if you don't know, the drum the drumming often is what you have to follow. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I I follow them. That's what I've always been doing. Like it comes back mm-hmm. to that all, every single time. Listening, I'm following. You know, I say I say that I say that to Amelia. Like when when we first started playing, she was like, "All right, I'm gonna follow you." And I'm like, "I'm like, no, nah, I'm following you." She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm, "You go, I got you." Yeah, you know, <laughs> oftentimes it is us following the drummer. It's never the follow because because of the way the 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 nature of the beat works. It's oftentimes us following the drummer and following where they go, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's something I kind of really appreciate about your work is because when I like when I do my improv on the piano, right? Yeah, it's all over the place. Right. The only other person that uh, could really help like follow that was uh, a guy named JJ. I don't know if you remember him or not. I don't know. But um, know. but you uh, you did an amazing job following me. All over the place because I like to go all over the place. Yeah, um, and it's a lot of fun, and it's hard to do that when somebody can't follow, or when you're set into like a beat and you have to stick to that beat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's that's how Tomato Jake is, yo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Tomato Jake's music is is you know on a different planet, uh, and that's a great it's a great sound. But if you don't know it and you're just trying to come up and just sit in. You know, it's, it's hard. It, it's not gonna happen. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it's not gonna happen. You know, if you're just a four a, a four four uh, drummer, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's, a little difficult. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna mix well at all. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you have some people you have to follow. Yeah, and some people you have to be followed. Yeah, I mean that's why, that's why Tool was always something for me, like a mm. little bit. You know, like I really didn't like listen to Tool until like I turned like thirty. 34 now i'm old but um <laughs> i started listening to little like a lot more then you know just because sometimes you just feel like you heard the same music all the time like you know i was like i'm going on a rampage right now mm-hmm. i'm going i'm going i'm going to figure out somewhere else to go musically you know and i do that a lot of times like i'll challenge myself to listen to different music just oh yeah that's what i do there, you know like i have my go-to's but Sometimes you just gotta get in a wormhole. I got into Girl. Japanese music recently. Like, really? Like Japanese, like anime almost music. Okay, yeah. Because all of it, all of the beats, all of the hits are so interesting. There's some, some of them, what they'll do is at some point, I can't remember what song it is, but it's one of my, it's, when I first heard it, I went, yo. <laughs> I, had to, I had to pause it and I had to process what just happened to my ears. Right, right. Because what, what they did was, they uh they cut out all sounds in like a succession, so it made a beat out of the out of the cut out sound. So it imagine when you know when you were a kid, you went like ah and like close your ears really yeah. quickly, and it would just like come yeah, in and yeah, out. Yeah. That's exactly what they did with the music. Just cut out all the sound, and and it it threw me. Yeah. I was like, yo, I mean. I and I so I had to rewind and listen back to it because it it, it hit that crescendo and just went but 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 yeah and it was like it's cuts yeah cuts it was the cuts, cuts. yeah cuts that's what I mean it's all about tension music's about tension you know and, yeah and sometimes sometimes it's it's like hypnotizing it is because there's there's either no tension or there's like too it's much so tension. much yeah. tension yeah there's this really funny uh, classical piece where uh. Um, if you know anything about music theory, the five always leads to the one. Yeah. Right. And so there's this there's this song that one of these classical composers or maybe it was romantic, whatever, old people, <laughs> <laughs> they wrote it, um, and and they never resolved the chord. So it's just like forty five minutes of unresolved chord change. So it just feels unsatisfying yeah. every single time. Yeah. That's what I mean. But, it's, it's, but it, it just keeps going. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's and, wonderful. And it just makes you feel. Uh, 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 it makes you feel something. Yeah, stank faces or whatever, you know, all that, you know. <laughs> and that's what music is. The, I, I, I've always heard the best compliment any musician can ever give is. Yeah, stank face. Yeah, is, is that is that? Mm. Yeah. That's where. Mm. Or, yeah. Or the head nod. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many. Like, okay, Doc. Yeah, and right, yeah, like, yeah. In zone, all those, all those, yeah. all, all those mm, faces, yep. yeah. And, and the faces that people who aren't in the know mm-hmm. would feel like that's that's disapprovement. Nah, that's, but no, that's, that's 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 the all satisfaction that's right there. All satisfaction, the stank it's face, all mm. satisfaction. You hit them with the woo, like woo, yeah, like, like, <laughs> the go. siren. Ow! <laughs> the yeah, siren. Right. Like oh, somebody felt that. So yeah. <laughs> Whenever a sick bass line drops, you're like, ooh! Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone hits the fill perfectly, like, ah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's the siren, yo. It's the siren. There's so many different accolades you can use. Oh, man. So, man, what was it like in, uh, 
tell me tell me what it's like to be a, a drum section leader in your high school. Tell me what that's all about. Oh, I was drum major, not drum section leader. I was yeah. like, the drum the drum major is the person conducting the band. The drum section leader is completely something else. Yeah, you was drum major. You was up there. Getting I was up it. there conducting. You're you up there, there trying there, yeah. to trying to gather everybody else together. I was out there. I was out there battling the drum major half the time. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, know. <laughs> I was battling the drum major. I was just. This is the tempo. I know, I know. This is the tempo. I know. I don't know what your tempo is. I'm aware. This, this, <laughs> that's how I was, you know, so I got intense. I got intense, you know. Our drum line was, a, was intense, you know. We used to get in trouble for so many different things, but um, uh, yeah, being being section leader was cool. Like, I had, I, had some, I had some input, you know, with some of the music at some point, you know, just as far as, because we would get sheet music and we wouldn't always just go off what, the sheet music was, you know, you'd add your own flair. Yeah, we'd add our own. We, you know, rewrite some parts and things like that. You know, working with our our drum tech or our drum lead, whatever you want to call them. It's been such a long time, but yeah. <laughs> um, so we would do that, you know, and um, man, just rehearsals on top of rehearsals on top of rehearsals, man. Because mm. being being the type of drum line we were, you know, we were we would compete. So, oh you know, yeah! Oh yeah! So we would compete. So you know, it was you just had all to be about there. Sectionals. It was all about stick heights. Everybody same stick heights. Your the volume. Probably a lot of cadences. Dude. So many cadences. So I have a whole book in my in my studio right That's now. That's gonna be fun though. Whole book of cadences right now. Like, if you don't know what cadences are, they're like like drum songs effectively yeah. when you march. Right. Uh, right. It's it's the stuff that bands. Marching bands will play in between their um, actual music, right, right? And it's just percussion only. We would do it like on the field, onto the field, sometimes yep. off the field, but yep. mostly on the field. We would do it. We might do it like a click on the way out, but I mean, it was it was very militarized in a sense when you're in like the like the competing mm. marching band type of society, you know? <laughs> you got society. you got you, yeah. I call it a society because yeah. it was just it was an inner bubble and it was just like. We're competing against different high schools about who has the best marching band. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm like, this is this is nerd status, and I love it. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, that's what it I is. I love it. You know, it's like because there's so many intricacies. You know, it's like when you when you when you're walking on the field, if, if your foot's up all the way, they can see the right, bottom of your foot, your toes. So we would we would tape words. On the bottom of our shoe. Oh, really? And yeah. So if we were like coming front, like snare drummers, we would tape like whole like like three letter words or whatever, you know, just on each foot. And if they could see that, first of all, we were just bad kids right. pulling bad stuff on the bottom of our shoe. Of course. <laughs> but second of all, it was just more intriguing to get them to see that. So we were like forcing ourselves for like. High toes, perfect High stick toes, heights. Yeah, right. You know, making sure you're on your toes. Like, all it was so, crab walking. Yeah, crab walking is so militarized, you know. And I remember when, you know, being in McDevitt, we would uh, sneak over to Harrisburg High and have uh, drum offs. Mm, drum battles, yeah. Yeah, we had like two before we started getting in trouble because we were just, we were right down the street from each other. So we would just run down the street with drums. Yeah, right, yeah, right, running down the right street with drums. Street, like, like, Dude, this. I have done that many times. <laughs> running down the street with drums. That's hard. Playing wow. against Harrisburg High in a parking lot. They come up to us, we come up to them, you know, and then uh, the one dude came up. I remember he was just sitting outside one of our band practices one night, and he came up to me. He was like, you know what, bro, I respect y'all. 
He was like, he was like, he was like, because he he played on their line. He played on their line. I ain't gonna give him. I ain't gonna say who it was, but he played on their line. And he came up and he was like, "Yeah, man, I respect y'all." He was like, "Y'all, y'all, y'all are A plus drummers, like all the way." He was like, oh, "The drummers I play with right now, none of them can play any of that stuff y'all playing. Mm. They can't even play half of the stuff y'all playing." But I mean, like, don't get me wrong, they were great musicians, right? And I, I, I don't believe that to a fault. I believe they could definitely play it. It's just that they weren't playing it. Mm. You know, there's just a difference between you know this you know Catholic high school and this. You know, Harrisburg High and the city high school. The public school. Right? Yeah, that was just right. the difference, you know? Well, yeah, like, I mean, and I wanted to do the stuff Harrisburg High was doing half the time, you know? Oh, really? Like, some of the music, you know, some of the some of the cadences, the way they were doing it. Yeah. And then, like, my man was like, oh, that's crazy because I be wanting to do some of the stuff y'all be doing sometimes. <laughs> and so this is, like, section leader to section leader, two different high schools, two different, like, you know, musical backgrounds right now. Right. Being in, being in this competing, you know, Class, I don't even know what you know. Competing class of Division. a marching band, yeah. Because yeah. we were in TOB, we were what's this like tournament of bands? And then yeah, we were, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we were also in Cavalcade at first, but we just smacked everybody in Cavalcade, so it wasn't even fair anymore. Like we would just mm. blow them out the water. So <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, they're in first place every day. <laughs> so yeah, we went to TOB, and I mean, we were still winning, but. It was just great to have that camaraderie between like yeah. something that was such a battle. Like it was always battle of Market Street. Everything was always battle of Market Street, you know, because of football and everything, which is great. Right, yeah. This is great. It's fun. But like still underlying, like we still have these bands that are battling too, you know, and these bands are battling and underlying that, you still have respect because like, you know, that whole music society, mm-hmm. you know, we still, we won't hate y'all. But we're gonna hate you in a good way, right? It's, it's like the it's like the ri- rival rival yeah. school, yeah. Right? It's like you you hate them, but it's also like your best friends with all right, of them. right. It's like we all we all grow up together. We all want the same thing, and I respect what you're doing. You know, like you're great at what you do, it but just, you suck. But you at suck same, at the same but time. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck, man. Don't don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't, get, yeah, don't get him twisted. Don't get twisted. You suck, but I love you, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is with Daddy. Like, I be saying it to Daddy. Daddy, like, yo, you're ridiculous. He's like, I hate you. It's <laughs> 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 like, you're so good. I freaking hate you, yeah, man. Daddy be like, I hate you. And I'm like, I hate you too, man. I hate you too. And then man. hug it out, right? <laughs> like, I hate you, bro. I don't want you to know that. And then it, it leave. That's how, I mean, that's how it is. That's yeah. how it is at school, like, at different schools. It's like, uh, you suck, bro. Right. And, but then you go out to, like, get a get a drink later afterwards right. or get a coffee. Right. Whatever. Right. It's, 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 well, everyone has those best friends, you know. It's you, love. It's you, love. Yeah, you, you play with them, but you, oh, that's you play like, hard, right? Yeah, that's like my man Finney. Like, my man Finney hates me. Like, hates me. But it's just because, like, we're best friends. Right, yeah, exactly. It's like, there's some friends I can't deal with, but I still deal with them. No, no, I, no, I go like, out he, with them. Like, he loves me, but he hates me. Like, he'll every time I'm talking to him about drums, he's like, but you're not even good. <laughs> he's like, you're not even good. He was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Boom, tap, tap, boom, tap. Right. Like, you just play drums. 
you're not doing anything. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. Thank you for challenging me. You know? thank you. I appreciate it. It's a bet. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right? I'll and show so, you. And so, that's, and so, you know, like that's how it's always been. Yeah. You know, he was pushing me when I had my, my studio before back in uh, Marysville back in the day. Mm. Like Finney would come through and he would just play, he played beats, play beats. And um, I would just play drums behind it. And it was just repetition, repetition, learning, learning, learning. And he would just keep pushing me, keep pushing me, and still does today. So, yeah. yeah. That's a friend, you know. A friend is like, especially like him, like, if they if they not going to hate you in front of your face, like, if they ain't going to really, like. Yeah, if they're going to, yeah. yeah, right. If, if they're, they're going to challenge you. Right. If you're doing something and all, they're just saying, yeah, yeah. You if they're a yes man, yeah, they're yeah, a really yeah. good right. friend. Yeah. But if you're doing something like, yo, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that, like, you know. But that's, that's a true friend. Right, right. True yeah. friends don't say yes to everything for right. each other. right. Because they don't care about you if that if that's the case, right? right? But true friends will also tell you you suck, even yeah, though you might know, be, they'll, yeah, even though they'll you might you know. be like pretty good. I mean, I know I suck though. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that. Just trying to get better every day. Ah, uh, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I'll give him that. <laughs> My man. But um, yeah. If you want to check out Kieran, because we're, uh, we're kind of running out of radio time, yeah. where can they find you? Um, yeah. Um, just find me on Instagram right now at underscore k underscore rock. That's R L C K. Find me on there. That's where everything's going to launch off of. But um, also Cabbage Hill is out there on uh, Instagram too. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Kieran Benton. Kieran Benton it should be somewhere on the screen. Here it's, it's it, uh, I, I should have, I it, have up it there. Do I have your stuff? Oh, uh-huh. I don't think I do. Oh, I gotta add that. All right, yeah, add it, add it. That's something I gotta do. Yeah, add it. I'm sure, I gotta add, add all that. the links in. Uh, that's some uh, dude. I haven't grabbed links. <laughs> I thought I sent them to you. Did I you? I think I did. Uh, maybe I didn't. Maybe I did sent them in the first text, the one that got wiped out. Wiped out because I got a new phone. Yeah, yeah right. That's probably exactly what happened. All right. All, all right. Good. Well, that's okay. I'll add them in post. Uh, but uh, before we go, I got a few last questions that I want to ask. Yeah. Um, what is one thing that you know now that you wish you had known when you first started? When I first started drumming? Yeah. Man. Um, well, it can be related to life or whatever. Nah, nah. It's, I mean, it's both. It's both, really. Um, drumming is life. Drumming is life. It's drum, eat, sleep, repeat, pretty much. Drum, eat, sleep, repeat. That's what it is right now That's for the most part. That's a half. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like, I just had, yeah, just gigs out there. But, um. One thing about drumming, I'd say definitely is like, just learn, just learn your left hand. <laughs> yeah, or well, your non-dominant hand. Right? Yes, yes. Just, just learn your non-dominant hand. You know, and your and non-dominant foot too. That too. You know, learn all of that. But also just learn. Um, and this is how I teach. Just learn how you want your body to feel. Mm. You know, your you know, your mechanics, you know. Because sometimes like I'm not saying the way that people play drums like the way it's taught, like traditional is gonna be the best way to keep your body, you know, safe long term. Right. But you have to find that happy medium because there's a difference between like technique and like forcing yourself to do something and then right. actually like hurting yourself yeah. because of it. Right. And it's then her- all so, to do with your posture, right? Right. You know, so that's the one thing, like, you know, the longevity point for, like, being a drummer, you know, having those 
mechanics. Because you arthritis know? is a real thing. Oh man, it's real, man. It's real. I can I can feel it sometimes up there, especially you know with throwing singing in with it too. Yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah. It's a real thing, and it will hurt your wrists, and soon enough, you won't be able oh, to play yeah. drums. Yeah, you know. You got to get that, you got to work that out. You got to work it out. You got to learn. Just learn your rudiments, learn your feel, learn your bouncing, you know, your rolls. And know your limits. Yeah. Know your limits, and then know what what you want yourself to sound like, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's the one thing that's, like, separated me from a lot of people out here a little bit, you know. I have my own sound. For the most part, that's good. Yeah, because I this one dude, I forget. I was at, I was playing this one festival, and he was like, "Yo," he came up to me. He was like, "I heard the snare drum," and I was like, "I think that's K." I think that's K. <laughs> and, and he came up. He came. And he was like, "I knew that was you." And I was like, "He was like, you know how I knew your snare drum? Yeah, the way you have your snare tune." He was like, "I knew that was you." And I was like, "Oh, I respect that." You know, like you want to have that sound, right? You know, you because being a drummer, you know, like all you got. Yeah, they're gonna hear drums and it's like drums, drums, drums. It's like, but sometimes they're like, "Oh no, I know who's that's playing." That's a fat those sound. Drums. I know who that is. Yeah, you know, that's like flea on bass. Like you'd be like, "Oh, that's flea." Or yeah, like, right. Or Jaco Pistorius or anybody like that. Or you got a real crisp one. Yeah, it's, you know. That's how you how define yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, being, are you still a Christian? You still yeah. A Christian? Yeah. yeah. What is worship to you? Oh man, worship is music, man. Worship, worship is, is music. music. You know, you know, lift every. Lift every hands, lift every voice and sing, you know, lift up your hands, lift every voice and sing, you know, the loud clashing cymbals, you know, praise them, you know what I mean? Like, when I heard that as a kid, I was like, drums is me, yo. <laughs> I, was like, you know, I was like, you just said, hit the cymbals. Like, I'm, I'm hitting cymbals all day long. So, I mean, like, I, it's, it's, it's all, my worship has always been through, like, through music. Mm-hmm. Always been through music, you know. So, that's just how I've always, you know, connected, you know, to spiritualness within myself you know like all the time dude so what is last question what is one of the funniest or worst things that ever happened to you during the show oh man oh man there's a bunch yo (laughs) (laughs) there's a bunch you ever drums catch fire uh no i had something melt what yeah i had something i said it as a joke what what melted something melt um um, <laughs> how did it melt? My That's stand, my phone stand. Oh, your phone. Oh, because your, your battery was too hot. Yeah. Dang. And the sun was out, you know. And oh yeah. Yeah, we were playing this. Uh, we were playing this show, and it was so hot. Like the electronics on the stage were um were shorting out too, because it was so hot. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> I fell off. I fallen off a, a drum platform before. <laughs> falling off the whole back of it, you know. Was, yeah, right. <laughs> you know. I was, so I was digging scared. Yeah, I fallen. I fell, and then I walk around like this, like <laughs> trying like nothing happened. Like, I'm good. I'm good. Nah, it was just my like, exit. That's all. <laughs> so I'm good. Yeah, that was in marching band. I was in marching band. I fell off a whole drum platform. I uh, um. I, so instead of instead of having a pit, our school uh, marching band we had uh, marching xylophones. Oh yeah, you're talking about that. Yeah. yeah. And what I did is, uh, one time I I went too fast. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like you can go too fast when you're carrying a drum or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I tripped over the bleachers, so I got stuck in the bleachers. My my uh, my xylophone is here. My head is stuck between like the the head and bench, and I'm like, help. 
I'm fine. Oh, <laughs> People started man. like laughing at me and like, haha, loser or <laughs> dumb, dumb idiot or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, I'm I stuck because you know you're in the contraption, right? Yeah, yeah you, you can't got the hardest on of and everything. Yeah. Um. So I'm just like, I'm stuck in this weird position. I'm like, guys. I know it's funny, but please, come on, please, man. Just get me out of here now, yo. Right. Just get me out of here. Nah, yeah, I had a lot of weird stuff happen, you know? You ever I, have a, a drum roll? Brumps. Yeah, that's funny. That was, <laughs> I, I fall, fall off and it rolls No, away. yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a parade. Having a parade. Um, yeah, we were, we were doing a parade in Harrisburg, and we were walking over the bridge, and it was windy, and the <laughs> wind caught the bass drum, uh, the bottom bass drum, threw him like, 15 feet, like, just... Oh, my. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah, man. That's kind of funny. You just just see a picture of going... You just caught him. I was like, oh! (laughs) (laughs) We can't be out here. This is not safe. This is not safe. Dude, Lokido, marching man, Mm -hmm. a little not safe. No, this is a whole lot in this. Whole lot not safe, man. Like the harnesses, they. Uh, I really do think they need to get better harnesses for their drum line. Some oh of them, are, they're they're getting better, but I haven't been in the marching band game well, in a long my, time. Well, my 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 harness didn't even have a back support strap. Like it was all. Yeah, it's all front. front. Stuff. It's yeah. all front. Yeah. But I see some of the people they had their back straps. I'm like, oh, they bougie. Uh, they stepping the game up. They stepping the game up. They they actually have back support. My back it kills me now. Yeah. And I'm sure it has no small part to carrying around that Glockenspiel. Nah, no parts of it at all. <laughs> it really had nothing to do with it at all. Nope, nope. Car- carrying the Quins? No, nothing. Nope. You signed off on it. Right. <laughs> Didn't do it at all. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. I don't know. I what... chipped my tooth. Oh, yeah. In marching band. Chipped oh. my tooth. I was drumming. Hit the lick. Hit the rim shot. The stick broke. Hit me oh. right in the tooth, yo. I mean, oh. crazy stuff has happened, man. Crazy. I've. I've hit somebody in the eye with a stick. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, I was like, good night. <laughs> oh, no. Ah. There's a story of my band teacher, his band teacher. So this is like a story of a friend of a friend. But he had said that, you know, like the conductor stick? Yeah. He had said that he got, he got so into it and uh, it got stuck between his eyelids. And, like, he had to, like, pull it. He was completely fine. Oh, man. But, it like, got stuck between his eye and his eyelid. So he had to, like, pull it out. Uh, and everyone had to stay calm. And I was like, oh, my God. Imagine the damage intense. you could do. That's intense, man. Oh, I, I split. No, I split some dude's lip. I didn't hit him in the eye. I split mm. his lip with the, <laughs> with the drumstick. Crazy yeah, man. Stuff, man. It's always crazy stuff. That's not even, it's not even talking about stuff breaking on oh, stage. Oh, right. Yeah, when you have the whole drum set fall apart on yep. stage, you're like, well. Breaks on stage. You break a drum head on stage. Break it's, a stick and you don't have an extra one. Yeah, you break a stick, you don't have an extra one. So now you got to, like, use half of the have a, stick. Half a stick, right? To yeah, get you, through. Now you got to flip it, deal with the blisters and the yep. splinters. Yeah, that happened to me at Telus. <laughs> that happened to me at Telus uh, recently, probably maybe, like, three gigs ago at Telus or something like that. Oh, my. <laughs> well, do you have any upcoming shows? Uh, yeah, so we just I just played with uh Matt Wilson Steel Pan Experience or whatever he's calling it. He always calls it something different every time. But uh we'll be at Sickman's Mill. Um That's in Peckway? Pequia, Pequia, whatever it is. Yeah, Peckway area, like New Danville. Yeah. Yeah. So um we'll be there. Um 
July 24th and July 31st. Um, so come down to Sickness Mill, have a good time there. Um, Anything with Amelia coming up? Uh, I, I'm just I'm thinking about that. I know there's something. It'll be on. It'll be out there. It'll though. be on the socials, and I'll be sure yeah. to get all that stuff in the description. If you want to, yeah, it'll be out there. Yeah, if you want to follow us, be sure to follow us on Spotify. At, just search up this story, Corey Rosen. That's C O R Y R O S E N. You can find us there. Kieran, you can find Kieran at is K I E R A N Benton. That's B E N T O N. You can find him on Instagram, Facebook, and yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, Facebook definitely with my with my actual name. You'll find me at underscore K underscore R O C K on Instagram. For, yeah. Yeah, for you know, music, music mostly. Music mostly. Yeah, mostly music there. So if you want to follow us there, be sure to do that. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, that's where all of our future guests will be posted. That is Facebook.com forward slash the story Corey Rosen. You can also search us up on Instagram, the underscore story underscore podcast. And if you really want to support us, please do be sure to share, like, follow, all that jazz. That's how we grow. And if you really want to help us grow, you can buy some of this merchandise. Get some of these stickers, these really cool stickers, and some shirts and t-shirts. Some shirts and t-shirts, the same thing. Some shirts and hoodies with the logo on the front and the first 50 guests including Karen. Yeah. On the back. Be sure to check out tomorrow. We got Nina DeVitri. I just she, met her yesterday. Yeah? She is. I just met her yesterday. She's great. She is awesome. We're going to yeah. be talking to her tomorrow at 10 o'clock or 10.30. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it's 10.30. I assume it's going to be. T- most of my things are at 10.30. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to keep it with that. And coming on later, uh, the day after that is the Kaleidoscope. Oh, you heard about them? yo, that's where the album's going. Yeah, work. yeah, that's where the album's going through. Yeah, the Kaleidoscope is a yeah, they a don't even group. They don't even know it yet. They don't even know it yet. But I was talking to Michael Klein, and like that's where we're going. We're that's going. where you're going. Yeah. So, so we're gonna have them. I know that one's gonna be at ten o'clock because we just, we specified that one to be at ten o'clock. But definitely yeah. check in on tomorrow with Nina DeVitri. She's got some really cool stuff going on in Nashville, and whole of her family is just wildly talented. So, with all that said, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will catch you guys tomorrow. K-Rock out. K-Rock out.